Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 80. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Cayazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Doing, doing great, man. How are you? Hot. Hot. Welcome to the summer. Yeah, we've crossed over this Memorial Day weekend thing, and now it's just going to be hot for the rest of the yeah. damn year. Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial official start of summer. Yes. Very interesting how that all works. I know. I know. The, the, it's a very, you know, reverent holiday for those we've lost in yeah. uh, foreign wars and uh, protecting and advancing freedom yeah. for America. And yet somehow it's become the uh, the unofficial start to the summer, <laughs> like vacations, barbecues, all that fun stuff. Yeah, big short. Well, I mean, hey, capitalism, baby. Got to sell some things, get people up and moving, spending money. Takes money to make money. Yes, sir. Keep it going. But either way, thinking about that, there's a lot of uh, action at the beaches. Mm-hmm. You know, think of the ocean breezes and the waves and the sand that just sticks to your skin and it gets everywhere and it's coarse. What a terrible line delivered by Hayden Christensen. Not, can we? We don't blame him for that anymore, right? It's all George Lucas's fault that he was so bad in it because he's really not that bad of an actor. I, he he's not. I I liked. You know what movie he was in that I really liked? That Shattered Glass. Yeah, I was just waiting for. I was, oh, was like, a good yeah. movie. <laughs> No, but but I think I mean he's been redeemed a little bit, right? I mean you're you're closer to Star Wars than I am. He's he's ne- he's going to be Darth Vader in the new Obi Wan thing, isn't he? I guess. Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if look, that was a spoiler out there, people, I'm sorry. That's a uh, that's a conversation for a different show or a different time. <laughs> mean like where I don't know. We could I could talk about Star Wars all day long, but okay. We mm-hmm. we talk scary things. Yes, on this show. Yes. And we talk to scary things on redriverhard.com. Mm-hmm. So either way, what we're going to talk about is we are getting ready to kick off summer. And we were going to talk about, uh, you know, start. we got a little email from Shutter saying, start the summer with Seaside Screams. So we wanted to talk about Ooh. some Seaside Screams. Yes. Yeah. Hey. So you have, we, Joe D'Angelo from Different Take has come uh-huh. on a bunch of times. And is just like, why don't you guys have Shutter? Why yes. don't you guys have Shutter? Eddie's got shutter. I was gonna say we did. I, if so facto, I got shutter too. Yes. <laughs> no. Hey, I, I kept pe- people kept complaining, and then my wife was the final straw. She's just yeah. like, "Yo, how are you the founder of Red River Horror, and you don't have the freaking shutter?" She's like, "Let's let's just do it. Stop. Yeah. Stop wasting time and just get it. Get on it." So we did. And how how have you been enjoying it so far? I like it a lot. I'm yeah. still now. I. Uh, maybe you could speak to a different experience. I still haven't found my groove yet as far as like finding what I'm looking for, even though they do have great collections, everything's kind of broken out um, into like genres, like French slasher, you know, exorcisms, like all that kind of stuff. I'm also viewing it on a Samsung TV with the app on that smart TV. Mm -hmm. So, so basically just like with any app store, you know, Apple, Google play, I'm using Shutter through mm. Samsung. Right. So I don't know if your experience has been any different or what you would use it through, but I'm finding it a little bit wonky as far as like like kind of navigating, but at the same time I really don't know of an interface on the Samsung TV that isn't. You know? That's fair. You know, we talked about streamers and that a couple weeks ago and you know, we haven't even talked about like the different sticks and devices to yeah. be using these, and they're all a little different, honestly. Um, right now, where I stand with all that, it's it's Roku's the best one. Mm. So it goes Roku, um, 
and then I love Chromecast. Yeah, you've been on Chromecast for a while. Yeah, but that's kind of a different animal. Um, I think the newer ones, but I haven't really used it because I got hooked on Roku. Fire sticks are cheap. They're easy to use, but I think they're kind of crappy too. Yeah. Um, and then I got the Xfinity Flex, which Xfinity is giving out for free if you're even just an internet user to try and get them to use it's like their box service. Uh-huh. And it's just like, hey, it comes with Peacock. Ah. Uh, you know, it comes with Peacock with ads. Maybe you want to upgrade it, but hey, you get it. Uh, that thing's a piece of crap too. Okay, so I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. But so, it's free. I'm just. This is all anecdotal, but my best experiences have been when I initially cut the cord. I had a Roku stick, and uh, you and I still use it on the show here. It's it's yep. been the best. It's been my favorite experience as far as this world of streaming sticks go. Yeah, I think I think they just have it down. So yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a shutter app on Roku. <laughs> yes, I mean maybe I take this Roku stick back and, and yeah. just be done with it. Yeah, I'll throw my old Chromecast on there instead. <laughs> so either way, hey, let's uh, let's talk let's talk about some some uh, summertime scaries. Yeah, that's what the, the cool thing is now. You kinda, now that we're in the shutter world, man, mm-hmm. we get these emails and they were they were just like, hey. What about these beach seaside? I'm sorry, not beachside. I keep saying beachside. Seaside Seaside screams. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do that. And then also, I would love to take a drive around and talk about some lighthouses and some weird stuff that happens at lighthouses. That's a project for us. Yes. Maybe we can get one or two lighthouse stories in before the end of the show. We can try and find something. Yeah, Try, try and find some lighthouse some lighthouse lure, but I I totally agree with you. I'm obsessed with uh with the lighthouse okay. thing. But I yeah, some neat stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look see here, and then ooh, shutter exclusive, great white. I think that was already out. Yeah, it came out in 2021. Oh yeah, I think they're just showing that. That's the thing. Like they're showing kind of like they're curated. They're like, hey man. Mm. Do you, you know, you have Shudder? Well, guess what? Here's the movies you can watch. So I thought uh, the communication they had sent to us was pretty solid in that it it had a diverse amount of films. Yeah. You know, it's interesting with something where it's like a niche, like, you know, Shudder, it's all going to be like horror type movies is like you can't expect the highest quality things ever. You just have to. I go into these types of movies the same way I go into sci-fi TV shows where it's like, I know what I'm getting into. I'm not expecting like the greatest special effects of all time. I'm not expecting the greatest movie of all time. Right. I just want to be entertained. Yes. Did you come up with an original story? Is there something unique in it? doesn't matter if I think it's stupid. I can appreciate something as long as it's like a unique idea. Okay. Does, no, that, does that make sense? No, th- that makes total sense. I was thinking about this because you know me, I'm not a huge creatures type film, mm-hmm. like like the Anaconda, like Placid, like I'm just trying to think of those are the blockbuster ones, but that has spawned many uh, B movies of the same. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, th- th- like that kind of, uh, um, like Deep Blue Sea, like things like that, but... There was a movie that came out a few years ago that looked pretty good called Crawl. And I think it's like the town gets flooded and the alligators are now like a mm, part taking, of taking over. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I said, I, 
I haven't seen it yet. Like, I haven't gone as far enough to say, like, oh, let's watch it. But I might because that sounds interesting. That, that to me, is a good idea. It's like, oh, my gosh. If things got flooded, the alligators would be, like, yeah. if, if you were face-to-face with an alligator in that situation, you would die. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's uh, that's not one animal I think I could beat. No. Hand to hand, no. I mean, there's <laughs> like, just like we, I could try and lie to myself and act like, oh yeah, you just do this, this, and this. It's like I don't know what that thing's gonna do. Yeah, I'm not Steve Irwin, <laughs> right? And they're they're fast. You know? They're freaking fast. fast. The, once the jaws close, that's it. Like you're not gonna reopen it. Yeah, no. You know? they're gonna they're gonna bite down and roll. Yeah. And what am I gonna do? Just lose an arm or go try and stay with the roll until. Maybe I can get free. I don't know. Not not a not something I like to tempt fate with, especially like you know going out and playing golf down in the south where they're all <laughs> over the place. Nope, ball goes over there and there's a gator sign. Bye. So that's what I'm saying. I can appreciate what what you're saying about like if something is unique enough, if there's an idea, it's just mm-hmm. like okay, I can f's with that. Yeah, and I think that's where like anything on these types like that's where you have to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Even if you're not like, oh, I love this movie was like, you know, I was just looking at some of the reviews for someone who was like, this sucked on original. It's just like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, what are you expecting here? It's like, this is somebody, someone who's got to make a movie. Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's where it hits. Here's where it misses. Don't like go giving it one star reviews and be like, boo. I think that's unfair. Somebody out there, I'm sure, likes it. Yeah. So are you referring, I just want to make sure. So I was looking at, the first one I was looking at, of course, I go right to the shark. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I went right for Great White. Great White. Okay. So what about that? A tourist trip turns into a nightmare when five seaplane passengers are stranded miles from shore, forced on into a life raft. They are menaced by a terror just beneath the surface. It's got three out of five skulls. From Shudder at their reviews, but the same thing is like, look at this guy. This guy, Big Nate, sucked all caps, four exclamation points, five stars. Okay. But then he reviewed it again with one star. I give it four thumbs down. Um, so Big Nate, you you brought balance to the ratings. <laughs> okay, so no, well, hey, so I can speak to this. All right, so Shudder sends us a communication about their seaside horror, seaside screams, whatever the hell they're calling it, right? Mm-hmm. I would actually like to point people to a piece that Stacy Lane Wilson did for redriverhorror.com because I knew I could not write this piece, all right? She's friends with, um, oh my gosh, uh, Darren Scott, I'm sorry. Darren Scott, the director. Um, he did Tales from the Hood. Yeah. Uh, he was also hired by, uh, let me see, who was it? He, he was hired to direct Deep Blue Sea 2. All right. That's quite the challenge. <laughs> right. So, so the thing is, you know that a film like Deep Blue Sea 2 going straight to video, like I think yeah. it was part of either Warner Brothers or Universal's home video label, whoever has that property, you know what, what you're getting with the, the budget. You know what kind of product you're putting out there. So I said, you know what? I said, it would be cool... For people that do appreciate shark movies, which I'm not someone who, who who does, and I know we have to watch Jaws. We'll get into that. But so 
I can't I can't speak to the shark movie thing, but I know Stacy and Darren could. So Stacy wrote a really good long piece about why um, shark movies work so well. It's actually called Swimming with the Sharks This Summer, Why Shark Horror Movies Work So Well. And Darren Scott and a few others are interviewed in that. And I would say, like, after reading it, it's like, okay, I can appreciate the people that appreciate shark films. Yeah. That makes any sense. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) I mean, you know me. I mean, when this first started, I was just like, I wanted to do Jaws, but it was like such a cliche to yeah. start with <laughs> yeah um either way you know i i i enjoy them um my brother enjoys them he's got some great video when he went swimming with the great whites in south africa oh it's like you know there's a feeling that you can't like he can describe it but like you know just even just watching the video how close he was to these things and it's like the way they they look at you yeah it's like that's terrifying <laughs> so um but no, but they said, but so I shudder, shudder kind of sets the, sets the tone here. They say, you know, kick off, kick off the unofficial start of summer with a terrifying lineup of beachy horror. Wait at least 30 minutes after your swim, <laughs> then dig into the unsettling body horror of new shutter exclusive, a banquet. Now this is not the shark film. So you went right to great white. I did. I couldn't resist. You it's know, all right. I just saw it and I said, I need to take a look at that. But I'm saying like, I'm all about atmosphere. I'm all about like. If I'm not into it, as I'm not really with shark films, I can get in the mode. If you if you give me the right words, baby, you can set me down. You can get into it. I can get into it and just be like, "All right, yeah. let's do this." Have you you haven't touched any of the Sharknados, have you? No, that's no. So again, I, my thing with the sci-fi stuff, yeah, it knows what it is, and that's what makes yes. it fun. And and I know I, I Red River Harp. The listeners of the pod reach out about this all the time about my like being a fuddy duddy. I'm not like into the horror comedy thing that much, right? I, I just can't go there yet. <laughs> like it's not it's not time. It, it's I I can see so I can mess with a bad shark movie that mm-hmm. tried to do something scary. Yeah, I I don't know that I can mess with an intentionally bad. Yeah, I mean doing shark movies. Post nineteen seven, doing everything after Jaws because I mean it's like all right he already hit what's in that the Great White people getting killed <laughs> town not doing enough having people go out just barely surviving yes how do you do another shark movie right from there <laughs> right it's not like that is the shark movie what else could there possibly be and and dude just like deep blue sea tried it's like oh they're experimental like you know they're experimenting on them because they don't get cancer they do get cancer but at the time there was a theory that's like hey sharks don't get cancer okay that was the thing with deep blue sea oh that's why they were experimenting on those sharks so they wanted to extract whatever qualities they had that they didn't get cancer Yeah, yeah but they ended up getting smarter through the process or something like that yeah it's been a minute. <laughs> so do, do we second chance cinema that one or probably not? Uh, no. No. I don't think so. I think that just is what it is. I okay. mean, I I like it. I like oh. I I don't hate it. Okay. I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, now see that's interesting. All right. Well that that's a whole new So you so you didn't so Yeah, I liked it. I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> I've, I've seen it twice. You don't want to ruin your experience. I think experience. that's enough. Yeah, right. There's not much to it. Right. 
the best, I mean, if you yeah. want to give LL Cool J's deepest, bluest song another chance. I liked that song. That was on that was on MTV a lot back then. It had big promo for the movie. Ah. Deepest, bluest. <laughs> My head is like a Sharks fan. <laughs> so I I well, we are doing second chance horror with something on my list here. We, I wanted to talk about some of our favorite seaside yes, screams. Absolutely, we are doing a second chance horror with the 2005 fog. Yeah, for which, sure. Which was bad. It, yeah. it was really, really bad. I, Definitely worth giving another shot. Yes, because after I saw it, I was like, "No, right. what is what the f is going on?" Definitely worth a. Second try, definitely. Yeah, just, just to just to be sure, and just to have some fun with this. Like everybody says, you got to lighten up, take things too seriously. So it's like, all right, can I sit down and put on the fog from two thousand five? Which, yeah, right to start, it's already it's it's back then. You were very much against all this kind of crap, save for the ring. The Fog, 1980 or 81, is a horror film. It's an R-rated horror film. Yes. The Fog, 2005, is a PG-13 horror film. Yeah, trying to sell tickets. <laughs> yes. That's why so many horror movies, when they get that PG-13 batch, they're just hoping to catch the high school crowds. Yeah. I mean, that's their target demographic. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely would give that another another shot. Think so. Um, is the mist? Are they? It's a resort town, but I think it's a mountain town, not a beach town. No, it's a beach town. Is it really? Because Stephen King, so it would have to be like a main beach town. Is it a beach town? Interesting. Or is it a mountain town? I've because one of the big themes in the mist is the the vacate the part time people who live there. Okay. Like the seasonal people. I forget what they. So call them. so there are people that come into the town. Like they all end up in a supermarket, right? Right, and that's where like it kind of gets into a thing where it's just like you know you don't even really live here. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, what town? It's always somewhere in New England. Yeah, but does it even say? But but the mist bridge to Maine. Okay, <laughs> so always. Maine. All right. I mean, that's at least what you can guess when it comes to good old Stevie King. But I don't think, is this a beach town or a lake town? Looks like it's more of a lake town. Oh, yeah. Don't don't quite remember. Yeah, so it's more, it's off away from like the cities and closer towards. They notice a thick mist advancing over the lake. Yes, lake town. Okay. I mean, well, hey, it's. You now you're completely changed. So, you know, not on purpose. We were talking about the fog, and I'm like, oh, what about the mist? And no, like, no, no. I'm saying now you, like Joe, now you're completely freaking different. One thing we used to have in common was going to the lake over the freaking shore. Oh. Now you're a freaking beach bum. I don't have a choice. East coast, Fl- west coast of Florida, yeah, Jersey, yeah. The, yeah. So, so anyway, but one thing, so. Growing up, the lake was kind of a was kind of a, uh, a, a in the same in the same vein. You had the anchors and the boats and all oh, that yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I would still consider if we were 18 years old, I'd still consider it seaside. You know, I never had fear of sharks in a lake, but I did have fear of snapping turtles. It's a legitimate fear. They're legitimately there. Yes. <laughs> you like, will lose a digit. Yeah. With one of them. Yeah, they don't mess around. No. Um, I don't know what they do with them. They have to like, do they take them out? You think if they, if someone sees one, do they report it and remove it and put it to like somewhere where it's like not near recreation? I'm I'm not sure because I've thankfully, I've never seen one. Yeah. I've seen, I'll just, I'll speak to one lake in the Poconos that we had previously thought was man-made and it's not. Lake Harmony. It's not man-made? No. I thought it was man-made. Big Boulder is right near it. Yeah. But not Lake Harmony. Interesting. There were these like, there were these minks, mm-hmm. like you know, like a mink coat. Yeah, I'm I'm in a kayak out there on Lake Harmony the one day, and I see these like things like coming up above the water and going back down. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I see, so like, of course I'm following them. I'm just like, I got to see what the hell's happening here. Never in my life, they exit the water and start crawling up the damn side of the. The little the little mountain there. No way. I'm like, what? Yeah, man, I'm just. I had no idea. So, so your fear for snapping turtles is legitimate. I've just never, I've never seen snapping turtles, nor have I really seen many fish. No, but there are fish in Lake Harmony, and there yeah. apparently are snapping turtles, or at least at one time there were. Hmm. So. There are definitely, I mean, there's snapping turtles all over Northeast Pennsylvania, so probably other parts of it too, but I know for a fact that there's a lot. Here's, there's- In Northeast PA. So here in Philly, uh, we have that beautiful, the Roxborough Reservoir. Yeah. It's kind of become like a, like a nature preserve. You can see a lot of wild birds. So I was walking the dog up there one day um, with, you know, Melissa. So we're walking and there's a turtle- a snapping turtle, really up against the the fence, trying to get to the reservoir area, but can't. And it was in the sun, so I felt bad. I'm just like, oh my gosh! I was like, should I, should I like pick it up and move it? And Melissa's like, no, no, yeah. you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like you will, you will lose a finger. Yeah, this is a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was being obstructed by you know a man made fence. fence. Yeah. yeah. So I I didn't move it. Um, because I did hear that it's just like no, that will f you up, yeah, badly. So it's so it's a legitimate snapping turtle is a legitimate fear. So we need to have a snapping turtle horror movie at a lake. We do. I think we definitely need to. <laughs> if we're making a monster movie, snapping turtle at the lake. All right, let's see. Let me just do a quick like a giant snapper <laughs> horror movies uh, featuring tur- featuring a turtle. Featuring turtles. Let's just see. Let's just see if any exist. I mean, you got the classic. You got Piranha, which piranha. is a gem. Yes, I always thought there were there were piranhas in all freshwater. Me too. Yeah, that movie. That's uh, one of the movies that I saw young, and it scared the bejesus out of me. Mm-hmm. You talk about some seaside fears. Luckily, like I, if we were alive, if I was younger for the Piranha 3D, then I would just find it funny. <laughs> right, because that right. movie was hilarious. Yeah, and that's what the point of it was. But like, the first Piranha was like serious-ish. Like, <laughs> was that was that was Jerry O'Connell in that? I think so. Did he play like a Girls Gone Wild type? We we watched that at some. Well, point. Well, that was the Piranha 3D. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched that when it came out. Yes, we did. Huh? Because 
I like the original so much. <laughs> right. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. Wow. Wow. <sighs> That's crazy. 2010? Yeah. The original Piranha was from 1978. The poster is clearly playing, laying off of the Jaws. <laughs> um, but hey, I mean, it holds a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rad. So, you know. The orig- uh, people like the original Piranha. I love the original Piranha. Yeah. I'm t- that's There's like some of those movies that I saw younger that just left that fear in me. Piranha's always been a big one. I've always been terrified of piranha yeah and they're all in south america the, yes that's the, <laughs> it's like the amazon and yeah, all these it's, it's just, just like, like oh everywhere just be like oh i wonder if there's piranha in there <laughs> every fresh water yeah so uh, that would bring me to something you you and i were talking before the show about like some of the seaside screams in our own yes that we've come across not curated by shutter here um, one, I'd actually like to give a shout out to Martin Gigi, who we interviewed. Yeah, man. I really wish we got to meet up with him too. Shout out to Martin Gigi. Yes. Director of the, um, Paradise Cove, mm-hmm. which we spoke about last year, set in Malibu. Lucky dude. Lucky dude. Uh, but you brought up something and you said, we're not going to have the same debate on this as we do with Silence of the Lambs. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Like I'm like, does Cape Fear count? I guess it kind of it, it has to, because that's a you know Marty Scorsese, Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. uh, very young. Uh, what's it, Julie? Uh, uh, what the hell's her last name? Mm. But Cape Fear is like an actual place. I mean, uh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Yes. That's it. Wow. You. Oh my gosh. She was in that. She was. She was very young in that. And um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, psychological thriller film remake of the 1962 one. I mean, I think uh, I think it's great. And then the funnier thing about that is how fast I, I always... It's also one of my favorite... Uh, might be my favorite Sideshow Bob episode of The Simpsons where they do the parody of Cape Fear. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think the episode's actually titled Cape... The episode is titled Cape Fear, too. <laughs> That's so good. So that's season five of The Simpsons. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. I well, mean, Cape. So, yeah. You, you, you know, just everybody's just like, well, Scorsese, De Niro, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a horror movie, but it's just like the long. The plot of it basically is, you know, De Niro gets put away by uh, an attorney played by. Uh, what the heck's his Gregory yeah. Peck? Was it Gregory? Was- no, no, no. No, no. Was it one of the Nolte's? <laughs> it's Nick Nolte. <laughs> Gregory Peck. So Nick Nolte's the prosecutor. <laughs> or no. So what is it? It's the film set story, a convicted statutory rapist who, mostly by using his newfound knowledge of the law and its numerous loopholes, seek vengeance against a former public defender whom he blames for his 14-year imprisonment because of purposely faulty defense tactics used during his trial. Mm. So he goes hunting down, mm-hmm. and there's a very, very, very uncomfortable scene. Yeah, in that movie, he's a, he's a bad dude. He's very, very creepy. Yes, and I think that's you know definitely catches that thriller vibe. Where uh, I don't know how to describe it, but there's there's some great scenes. It takes place on a you know they end up 
living on a houseboat and stuff like that in Cape Fear. And the ending's quite thrilling hmm. and creepy. Denier's creepy during the whole thing. He's he's fantastically scary. In, he really is. In that movie. <laughs> it's a shame he hasn't done more in the horror space. But he's just one of those guys who's just good at everything he does. Yeah. So I mean, I mean yeah, he's probably. I mean, you told me something he's in that's bad. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's out there, but it's something that he's bad in. Mm. No, can't think Wait, of it. No, me neither. Yeah, it's mm. just like like my favorite actor, uh, Denzel Washington. Like he's amazing. Mm. Some of the movies he's in are bad. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. So Cape Cape Fear is one that I, if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it just because it's an overall good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scorsese does good movies. And then, hey, R.I.P. Ray Liotta, because I think that was Goodfellas was the one that followed after Cape Fear. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. Ray, Li- Ray Liotta. I guess we can't can't let that one slip by. Um, no, definitely, definitely can not. So I have a question about this. Shoot. A, a little bit off topic for our topic for today's show. Were you scared at all? As a kid, seeing Field of Screams. What, like the pamphlet? Field of Screams. No, I'm so, Field of Dreams. I'm sorry. So, so, no, but it's funny you mentioned that because I was just like, I had some, like this show on in the background that I hadn't seen in years called Grounded for Life. It was on Fox. It was just on. And I just had it on in the background while I was like doing things. Yeah. And there was a part where it's like the kid was terrified of Field of Dreams because there were ghosts. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, otherwise, I don't know. What I don't think there's anything that really scared me for um No. I, th- I don't think so. I'm just just asking. So, so is there I, something that hit you in Field of Dreams? When when I was younger, the, you know, if you build it, he will come. Mm-hmm. Like the voice did scare me. Okay. Like I I was I was a little freaked out at that. Um trying to think of um even it's weird even though it's a sweet really nice moment in the film when he meets up with uh Burt Lancaster you know Moonlight Graham like he kind of takes that walk and it's 1972 it's not current time right that gave me the creeps a little bit as well the when the team the full White Sox team shows up mm-hmm. and they're leaving together through the corn. Um, the, the guy's saying, I'm melting. I'm melting. And then he disappears. <laughs> just joking around. Yeah. yeah. So, so just speaking of Ray Liotta, I mean, Field of Dreams is one of my favorite movies <laughs> of all time. I just, I, I didn't know if I was the only one just like, yeah, you were probably the only one. No, I mean, clearly like if someone wrote that into a script, I mean, then somebody obviously <laughs> had that feeling. Yeah. But let's see if you, let's like, do you know, can you name a horror movie that Ray Liotta was in? Hmm, a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm th- pretty sure it's him in one of the, the best scenes in the entire movie. Uh, a horror movie? Mm-hmm. What are his his two biggest roles are Henry Hill and Goodfellas? Yeah. And Shoeless Joe and Field of Dreams, right? Like, it's talking, like mass market so in this movie is mm-hmm. a 
follow up to a movie. Well, I don't know if I want to give it away so quick, but it's like uh, his scene in the movie is definitely one of the weirdest and kind of coolest scenes in the entire movie. Um, Okay. Hey, I I really can't explain much more other than giving it away, but it's a sequel to one that I debate a lot. A sequel? Like we even hinted at how I debate it not long ago. Uh, I know people listening are like, it's this, you idiot. (laughs) Um Oh, Ray Liotta horror sequel. Really cool scene. Ray Liotta horror sequel. Yeah. I'm really... Movie that I debate about. If it's actually horror. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that is Hannibal. It is Hannibal. He's the cop. He's the cop. And, 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 uh, oh, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So, so he's the cop hunting Lecter, but he's yep. kind of a smart ass and he's, yep. thinks he's the man. I remember what happens to him. Yes, yeah. I do. That is terrifying. Yeah. That's overlooked a lot. So what happens, I'll just, not, not to give away the punchline here. He's sitting. So Julianne Moore, who's the Clarice Starling, mm-hmm. she catches up to Hannibal who has Ray Liotta, one of the top cop guys, hunting Hannibal. He's sitting in his, at Hannibal Lecter's kitchen table. <laughs> Hannibal has opened his skull. His brain is exposed, and he's cutting off pieces of his brain, putting them in a frying pan, and then feeding them to, yep. <laughs> to oh, oh, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and he's like talking about the function and everything. It's like, oh, if I cut here, then this does that. And it's like, yes. Whoa. Oh, man. So, yeah. That's the, the that's a movie. Wow. That that's been for I liked that movie, but I guess it's not See the problem with Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and even um Red Dragon, they're not ones you can just put on. No. <laughs> you know, no, they're not. You actually have to like really like, you know, you sit down and watch them, like, you know, you have to pay attention to them. And, and it's like they're pretty heavy, so it's like yeah. it's not it's not a, it's not like a comfort horror film. Yeah, and I mean not to overshadow Gary Oldman in Hannibal, but yeah, I mean Ray Liotta, that mm-hmm. that part at the end there is a, oof. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be on some kind of movie moment somewhere. Got to be. Yeah, very disturbing. Yes, thank you for the that that hint was what I needed. So I was going to give up, but I'm glad. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. No, no problem. <laughs> you threw me a. Lifeboat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess just to wrap up on the seaside horrors mm-hmm. here, I am a huge fan. Highly recommended if you haven't seen it, The Fog, the original. The original. Um, if you're a horror fan and you listen to this podcast, you most likely have. But if you haven't, totally pop that on. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. And I know, Joe, that I still need to see Jaws, which I will do. You do. And then every time I talk about it, it's like, oh, we should put the projector up and watch it in the pool. And everyone I mentioned, they're like, I'm not doing that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good response. Yeah. <laughs> every single person, like, nah. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, you could. I could do that. I told it to my brother, and he's like, nah. <laughs> and I told it to Steve, he's like, nah, not that. Now he's something else. So that's, that's crazy, though. That's a legitimate fear. 
It's a little immersive, right? I think so, that's what makes it a little more fun. That's what it, that goes all the way back to literally the first time you and I saw Stacey Lane Wilson. She was on that scariest movie moments. Yeah, that Bravo used to do, and they used to play it every year. Well, number one was Jaws. Like the the um, I can't remember which scene specifically. And and back then, I'm like, why that Jaws? Really? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, dude. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So so. I don't think there's anything scarier than something that could actually happen. Right. That's a good point. That's what makes that so scary. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I could totally do the sensory experience. You sign me up for Joasis. <laughs> we'll put the jaws up there on the screen. Yeah. I'm I'm in. I, I can, and I could stay in the water probably the whole time except to pee. I will not pee in your pool. I will go in the house. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate that. <laughs> because there's nothing scarier. Than someone peeing or pooping in your pool. Yeah, especially pooping. Because <laughs> at least, like, chlorine can do what it can do. Yeah. But with a poop. No. No, you... you it's no big deal. You showed me the uh, the jacuzzi video. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. Real life so, power. anyway. Yeah. I mean, and hey, we talked about I Know What You Did Last Summer. We talked about Seaside Movies. Of yeah. course, I'm going to watch that again because I'm going to watch it every summer. But, hey, that's what I'm going to do. You don't have to, but you can. And what we finished? We wrapped up the summer with that last year. So, we did. Bringing it up again so quick. Oh my god! Uh, well, we have a lot of we have a lot of good things in store this summer. Going to get Joe to watch the town that sit dreaded sundown. We're going to yes. do that outside. We're going to watch Jaws in the pool for the sensory experience. Yes, we're going to do the Fog two thousand five on a, a, a second chance cinema. Yes, also going to do that with my soul to take. Riverton is another not, not a seaside town, yeah. but it's near Wooder. So so. We got a lot of that stuff, but there's a lot of other cool things coming out. And the horror movies out right now, like you, you want to stay tuned to RedRiverHorror.com. Nick's got the preview coming. Stacy's got some great reviews coming. Well, I don't know if they're great. I don't know if these movies are great. Uh, I'm sure she's got great. Re- her writing is great. Yes. So I will probably that. follow her to the letter as far as yeah. if I'm going to see it in theaters or not. But we have a huge summer ahead. So with that, Joe, um, you can find us all at Red River Horror on Twitter. You can find us at Red River Horror on Instagram. Uh, you can go to KeystoneRetro.com, put in the code Red River, get 10% off your final uh, cost there. Off that purchase. Yep. You mentioned Steve, so maybe he's got some $2 jaws for you in the DVD bin. I don't know. Anyway, I'm Eddie Kayazo. Joe, thanks so much for uh, – this has been a lot of fun as we kick off the summer here. It sure has. You know, it's episode number 80, and please, if you you can tweet at me at Red River Joe if you have any suggestions for Second Chance Theater, you know, Second Chance Cinema. Well, I want to hear it. And, of course, you know, remember to uh, keep traveling those channels of fear. Yeah.